Hello there, it's Gareth here and welcome to this episode of the podcast. I hope you are well. So this one's going up on Monday the 28th of August 2023 and today I want to share something with you. I want to share what I've been doing over summer. I'm aware now it's very quickly approaching September, a few days time, we go into a new month and at some point that new month it becomes the new season. So summer is coming to an end and whether you've had a good one, bad one, a different one, a new season starts and we get into, into autumn. And I wanted to share with you something today, which I've been working on through summer. And I want to share it today because once we get into September, I want to start to focus on talking more about what I'm going to mention to you today. For a long time now, I've been asking a simple question, which is how do I simplify personal development? How do I make it easier, more accessible and take some of the mystery out of it? Because when, when, you, when you're new to this, if you've not been involved with personal development before and people start talking about it, it can sound very confusing. And now with the invent of, you know, things like the internet and, and there's more and more courses out there because we can do online stuff now and there's books everywhere and there's podcasts. There's so much information getting thrown at people that I think if you are new to it, it can feel like a little bit overwhelming. And I've been looking for a way for some time now to kind of simplify it. And from my own perspective, the people I've been working with over the, the last few years, you know, I've been learning a lot from them. I'm not sure they've been learning stuff from me. And what it really boils down to is I realised that in all my time now in personal development, which is over 25 years now, I keep coming back to the same things that I keep suggesting to people because I know they work. There are, there are certain things that always will work. You know, fads come and go. We, we see fad diets all the time and there's faddy approaches to stuff. But the basics, you know, the, the, the real fundamentals, they never go away. So I started to give some thought to it the early part of summer, how I could put together my thoughts into something that would simplify it if somebody was new to this person development world. And for those that have been in it a while, how do you kind of go back to basics? How do you go back to the stuff that really works? And, you know, having the chance to spend quite a lot of time this year in Ibiza, I had a month there. And in the last four weeks, I've been on my home, my home, I've been on my own at home because Sue's been away. I've had a chance to really nail down and dial into this, something I'm calling the 12 habits. Now, for me, these 12 habits, I'm going to share them with you today. These 12 habits are the, are the only 12 habits I think you need. If you want to improve yourself, you become better mentally, physically, emotionally. These 12 habits are the only habits you really need to have and you need to master. And I do use the word master. One thing I think people can be very guilty of when trying to improve themselves is learning a bit of something and then thinking, oh, I know that. Then moving on to something else as though the, the next thing is always going to be the thing you know, we're always looking for like a magic bullet, you know, a, a, a potion, if you like, a spell, you know, just just do this and everything will be perfect. Um, I can tell you now uh, through experience, and it's a lot of experience, that's not the truth. The truth is you have to stick with the fundamentals and you have to master them. So the 12 Habits is something I'm going to be bringing out in September. And it's a, it's a coaching program. I've turned it into a coaching program. And I'm going to talk about the different elements of it on this podcast as we go through the next weeks and months. Because I think if you can get an understanding of what these 12 habits are, tied in with my other um, big thing, which is the care system. If you know my work and you understand me and my podcast and you've been listening long enough, you'll know what the care system is. That's kind of like the foundation of the work that I do. So how I see it now is as the foundation, that's the care system. You know, we look at that and if you understand that, 
that's the foundation of of what I do. And then on top of that, the bricks, if you like, at the 12 habits, these are the things that build on that foundation. So I'm going to share them with you today. So it might be a slightly longer than normal podcast because I don't want to rush through them too much, but equally, you know, I don't want to kind of confuse with too much detail. The way that I see this working out is there are 12 of them and I didn't come up with 12 because I thought for this reason, but 12 fits nicely into a year. It allows you over the course of 12 months for you to take one of these habits and look at one each month, explore it, go deeper with it, really start to get into into how this how each of the habits works and practice it. And the more we practice anything, the better we get. And if you want to become good at anything, you want to master it, you've got to keep doing it. So it fits beautifully because you can really pick one habit a month. The way I've set it out is I've set it out to aim it as a 12-month program and each month, you know, there's a specific habit I talk about, which is in line with the time of year. There are certain habits that sort of lend themselves more to the summer months. There are certain habits that lend themselves more to the kind of the autumn and the, and the winter months. But for me, one thing everybody's got to get, get clear with and understand if you really want to improve yourself is it's not a quick job. It's not going to be overnight. And for me, I like time scales of looking at something for 12 months because it gives you a, a big time frame to work in and you're not rushing it. Way, way too many people rush. You know, you read a book, oh, I've got it now, and they read another book because people say, no, I, you know, people tell you to read four books a, a month as though that's something to be, to be, you know, to glory in. I would say you should read a book and take as long as it takes to read that book so you understand the book and the information in it and then try the information. So the 12 Habits is really something by making it what I believe can be a really good 12-month program. I think it slows everybody down. It says, look, come on, we don't need to rush this. You know, 12 months is a long time. And if you set 12 months of your life aside to focus on working on yourself, you would be a completely different person in 12 months' time. I, I guarantee it. And I, I guarantee it for two reasons. One is, I know other people that have done this. And more importantly, I've done it. I know. I set the last 12 months out to be a time for a lot of personal change. And this year especially, I have to say the first kind of eight months of this year, have been a huge exploration into who I am and what I'm about. And that's where the 12 habits has come out of. Because for me, my mission always has been through either the podcast you're listening to, the website and the blogs, the coaching work I do, or the video courses I put together. It's how do I help people improve? How do I help people live well? You know, it's all about mindset wellness. So we're getting to the 12 habits now, and I'm going to speak, I'm going to tell you to speak them out. I'm going to tell you them in the order which I see them working, as in, assume it's 12 months so each month we take something on so the first month obviously january so on and so forth right through up to 12 month and, and december so the 12 habits are this and i'm going to tell you what they all are quickly and then i'll go into them in a bit more detail so the first habit that i think if you can master is going to have a, a big impact on your life in fact probably of all of them this is the one that'll have the biggest impact on how you feel physically is the habit of eating clean now, we've done many episodes on here about food and making choices. In fact, only last week I talked about doing a water fast and how I enjoyed that. But getting on top of your nutrition, making sure you're eating clean, making sure you understand what clean food is, how to prepare it, how it, how food affects you, is, is hugely important because if you don't feel physically well, you're never going to feel mentally well. So for me, clean eating is essential. So the first of the 12 habits is clean eating. Now, the second of the habits, and it's something, again, you won't be, it won't be a, a surprise to you to mention it, is 
do something physical every day, move every day, basically. Do something every day that, that gets you either outside or a bit of exercise. I was going to use the word train every day, but I think it's just move every day because, you know, if you're training, you're training hard, you carry that seven days a week, but you can always do something physical. You know, even if you're training hard at the gym six days, five days a week, you can still go out the other two and get some fresh air and walk. So for me, moving daily, preferably outside, is, is the second of the habits. I believe once you get into the habit of ensuring every day before you go to sleep, you've done some form of movement, it is a really smart move because tied in with habit one, which is the clean eating, now you've got your body working, it gives you a really, really good base for any, any kind of moving forward and development you want to do. The third of the habits, and you know we'd be talking about this in March, so just to let you know, the way I would run this program is I have a group on Facebook, and in that group, each month, we're going to talk about habits. So in January, we'll talk about clean eating. We're talking about how to move every day and training on in month two, which is February. And then in March, the third goal, the third of the habits is goal setting. You know, part of where I started my kind of um, journey into personal development was, was through reading a goal setting book. And the care system is all about that, how we get clear on what we want and how we go after it. So I think people don't quite understand what goal setting is. You know, having an idea in your head, goal setting, boom. Anyway, so goal setting is the second one. Third one, sorry. The fourth one is effective planning. When you've got your goals, you need to plan them. So the fourth of the habits you need to get good at and master is effective planning. The fifth habit is rising earlier, getting up earlier than you normally get up. Now, we'll go into more detail about it in a couple of minutes, but, you know, just rising early, rising earlier, should I say. Number six, the sixth habit is taking action. You know, you can have all the goals, you, you can set great goals, you can have a, a really effective plan, you know, but you've got to take action to, to follow through. If you don't take action, nothing gets done. So that kind of ties in a bit with the cases and work, because action is a big part of that too. Habit number seven is how do we maintain and continue to have a positive attitude? You know, having a positive mindset is so important. And mindset is so important for everything. Mindset is what keeps you going. Um, mindset, the cha- just shifting the mindset, you can change nothing else in your life but change your mindset towards something and it'll change to you, I can assure you. So that's habit number seven, positive mindset. Habit number eight is seeking inspiration. We all need to be inspired. Being inspired is important, but going out and seeking it actively is something that's a habit we have to develop. The ninth of the 12 habits is educate yourself. You know, we leave school at whatever age, how many more people leave school and don't do anything after that. Educating yourself on a regular basis is important. That's habit number nine. Number 10 is the habit of journaling. We've done podcasts on journaling. I think it's a great tool and it's one that I think a lot of people don't use. And it's so simple, you know, that you've no really excuse not to do it. So journaling is habit number 10. Number 11 is the habit of meditation. I think this should become a daily thing as well. Daily meditation is a great way to keep you mentally mentally strong and emotionally sound. And then finally, and this is the 12th habit, is the habit or the attitude of gratitude. And this is talked about a lot. If you've been involved in personal development, you'll have heard about this before. Be grateful, be grateful. But are you grateful? Do you know what it is? Do you know how to do it? So those are the basic 12 habits. So eating clean, moving daily, goal setting, effective planning, rising earlier, taking action, positive mindset, seeking inspiration, educating yourself, journaling, meditation, attitude of gratitude. Those are your 12 habits. Now, I'll go into in a little bit more detail. The reason these are important is because if there's nothing you do in your life that can't be covered off in one of those habits. 
And none of those on there will be new. You'll have heard them all before. But my question is, do you know, do you know how to do them well? So the idea is with clean eating, I really do think people struggle at times with knowing what to fuel themselves on. And what I have learned personally is that nutrition is such a personal thing. You can't really just have a one size fits all. There's a lot of exploration in it. You know, last week, like I said, I did me, uh, me water fast and that was me kind of looking for a, a mini detox, but also a way to kind of re... Um, so I'm looking for. I wanted to reset my relationship with certain foods, especially sugary foods. They just don't work for me. And there are certain foods, even clean foods, that don't work for me. You know, my my partner Sue. I mean, she she's great. She loves things like chickpeas and things like that. They don't work too well on my system. Um, same with things like pasta and rice. They work okay, but the fact they work very well with me, not so good with bread. So. Clean eating is one of those things, it is an exp very experimental, but when you find something that works, stick with it. So for me, it's taken me a long time to really get my kind of, not so perfect because everything can be tweaked, but as good as I think it can be at the moment, diet, as in I'm eating things that are giving me energy, making me feel good. And if we're eating clean, we're going to feel good, we're going to have more energy, we're going to have more zest and zeal for life. Because if you're eating rubbish, you know, and you're putting rubbish into your system, it's sluggish and slow, and that's not a good place to be. So when you develop the habit of clean eating, with all, like with all the habits we're going to talk about here, all the 12 habits, you have to explore them. You, you have to take ownership. You know, you can't just read or listen to me. You've got to say, okay, let's practice some clean eating. Let's see what does work. And I can assure you, you will find something to eat that's clean and healthy that will replace the rubbish you're eating now. And I know that sounds a bit silly, but I'll give you an example. I, I, I'm one of my not a sneaky meals I eat now and again is, you know, doner kebabs from like a takeaway, the greasy, horrible things. Well, something I learned to make, learned to make, well, I'll try again. Something I learned to make recently was actually um, doner meat, but it's, it's, it's a vegan version of it. I'm not actually vegan these days, but I, I made a vegan version of a doner meat. And I've, I've shared this with some people and they've tested it. You couldn't tell the difference. In fact, I told people first I've made this and they tasted it, but I've tried it. I blind tested it on one of, um, well, Sue's grandson, actually. And he couldn't. He said, oh, this is the best kebab meat I've ever tasted. He didn't know it wasn't it wasn't meat. So you've got to practice and try things because everything you enjoy, whether it's a burger or a pizza, maybe it's a doner kebab or Indian or Chinese, all that stuff that we buy takeaway-wise that's not particularly good for us, you can make a healthy version of that at home. So clean eating is one of those habits, you know, you can you can invest a lot of time in this and it, it will pay dividends. Learning to cook, eating clean and following through on that. So that's the first habit and I think that's a big one. This idea of movement daily, I think people underestimate, under, under, don't understand it, they, they misunderstand that's what I'm looking for. They misunderstand me when I, say, I talk about going to the gym every day and, and it's like, I don't go to the gym every day and batter myself. I have this simple rule with training, and it's one that I would highly suggest you consider, is that you want to be in a position where you can do something the day after. If you've woke up after going to the gym yesterday and you can't move and you can't get out of bed, or you've gone running yesterday and you can't move because your legs ache, you've done too much. It's about pushing yourself, but not breaking yourself. Injuries and, th and overtraining, this is a big deal, and people kind of, they want results fast, so they try doing too much too quick. But by getting the habit of saying, I'm going to do something every day, I'm going to move every day. And maybe one day, yes, you go to the gym and you lift weights. Maybe the next day you might go running. 
then maybe on day three you might do something more relaxing like maybe it's yoga or just a simple walk outside and now and again I'll, I'll push a bit harder so it's so again a bit like the food you've got to play with this you've got to experiment and there is no set way and there's no set best way for anybody to train it's the best way for you and the thing with all these habits are they're all about what's personal to you because what works for somebody might not work for you and what works for you might not work for somebody else you know what I mean okay so we've got into that training daily that's the second habit the third habit is goal setting and I really just think that people don't really understand how to set proper goals. The vast majority of people, if you said to them, you know, have you got any goals, any any kind of dreams you're chasing? Oh, yeah, 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 I have, yeah. Okay, well, have you got them written down? No, you know, I know what they are. So firstly, that's the first mistake. It's not written down. And then when you ask them what they are, they can't really give you any detail. It's like a, a fluffy kind of airy-fairy goal. It's There's no solidity to it. You know, for me, when you set a goal, that goal should be very specific it should be written down. It should be timed. So I want this by then is what you need to understand and you need to be able to read it every day. So it's I want this by then is what you want to be able to say. So in my case, you know, let's say I want, well, at the moment, you know, I want to do, I want to get a thousand miles walked this year by January. So I'll do a thousand. So I want this by then. I want to use that as an example. You know, I'm sure you've got bigger goals than running, walking a thousand miles a year. But whatever your goals are, they must be very clear. They must be written down and they must make sense to somebody you're speaking them to. If you tell somebody your goals and they don't understand them or there are any questions, it's not clear enough. The importance of clarity, which is, again, why these habits tie in very nicely with the other work I do, the, the care system, because we talk a lot in there about the power of clarity. So your goals and goal setting is so important. And again, you can take a month to play about with this. You know, because goal setting, you can start off with really tiny goals. Going to the shops, to the shopping this week is a goal, you know, planning it, setting it down. I sometimes say this and people think it's a bit silly, but start practicing the stuff on small things and then move on to bigger things. So goal setting is the third habit and it's something, like I say, most people don't write them down. So right now, if you're listening to this and you've got things you would class as goals, but if they're not written down and they're not specific and they're not by a certain time, they're not goals they're just they're just wishes bits of dreams really so goal setting let's talk now about habit number four in a bit more detail effective planning it's amazing how many people wake up on a morning and have not got a clue what they are doing that day you know they wake up and it's like oh what now so they spend the first bit of their morning kind of working out what the day is going to be or or the, the famous line well we'll see what happens see what comes up you know we're just going to play it by ear you don't want nobody playing nothing by year. Every single day, whether it's a work day, whether it's a day like a weekend day, a bank holiday like this, it's a bank holiday when this one's going up on the, on the podcasting, or whether it's a holiday you've gone on, plan your days. Because what, you should plan your days and your holidays. Absolutely you should. If you're going on holiday and this is your time away, make sure when you get on holiday you're making plans every day, right, what we're going to do tomorrow. You know, you can leave plenty of time for relaxation, but at least plan the relaxation. You know, so effective planning, again, a bit like goal setting. You need to have a lot of things written down. You know, there might be ideas in your head, and some days when you've only got one thing to do, that might work beautifully. But for most people, they simply don't plan. They leave a lot of things to chance, always a big mistake. You've got to have more structure. That structure comes through effective planning. So that's the fourth habit is the effective planning. Now, the fifth one, and this is something, if you know me or you listen to my podcast, you'll know that I tend to get up at five o'clock most mornings. If you want to start to improve your life, you want to start rising earlier. 
Now, I don't say you have to get up at five o'clock. Don't get me wrong on this. It's not me saying everybody should get up at five and join the five o'clock club. In fact, I sometimes get fed up with people saying that. You know, I get up like it's a badge of glory. I get up at five. That's my natural path, and it has been for many years. What I am saying is one of the habits you can get into is getting up earlier and getting up earlier than you do now. So let's say you rise at seven o'clock. What's wrong with getting up at 6.30? Half an hour sleep, you're not going to miss it. If you did miss it, go to bed half an hour earlier. You're not going to miss much in half an hour on an evening. But getting into the habit and developing and mastering getting up earlier. What, what, what you're really trying to do is allow yourself some time before your day gets going, especially on a work day, like your, your working time, some time for yourself. Because a lot of the stuff that we do to improve ourselves is best done first thing in the morning or last thing at night. Things like your goal setting. Once you've set your goals, you want to review them. You review them on the morning. You're planning. Your plan that should have been done on an evening before you go to sleep, but then you review it on the morning when you wake up. And how do you do that when you're rolling out of bed at seven and you've got to be in your car at half past and you've got to get washed, showered, eat breakfast? Do you know what I mean? So the habit, a really good habit to get into, one that I think is fundamental is, you know, get yourself up a little bit earlier every day. If half an hour's too much, 15 minutes, come on. Anybody can get up 15 minutes earlier. Set the alarm, get out of bed. You set your alarm often enough at the same time, and I do suggest rising at the same time every day of the week, including the weekends, because then your body gets into that rhythm. You know, set yourself that alarm, and eventually you won't need the alarm. You'll wake up automatically. You, you, you will, I can tell you. Right, so rising earlier. The sixth habit, taking action. Amazing, amazing, amazing how many people are, are kind of... Do you know they talk about keyboard warriors, people that are just behind the keyboard chelping? A lot of people are like that about improving themselves. There's always some reason why it's going to be tomorrow. Yo, I'm going to do that tomorrow. Oh, next month. You know, oh, when autumn comes around. Oh, when Christmas is over. You know, well, after my birthday. You know, when I get back from my holiday, there's always a reason to put in something off. To be successful in anything, personally or professionally, you're going to have to take a lot of action. Especially if you've got good goals and big goals, you know, a lot of action is required consistently to do that. So one of the habits we're going to be mastering and we talk about mastering in this 12 Habits program is going to be taking action because, you know, it's not as easy as just doing something sometimes. It's taking the right kind of action is what you're really looking towards. And for me, it's that if you've got goals, if you've got things you want to achieve in life, if you're doing something that's getting you close to that goal, that's good action. If it's taking you further away, it's got nothing all to do with it. You've got to let that stuff go. I have to admit, I had to do something this year myself I'll be honest with you, you know, we're all friends here. I spent a lot of time last year playing a game called Call of Duty. Some of you might have heard of it, Call of Duty Mobile on my iPad. I was spending like hours on it every day. I was fed up and bored a couple of days and, you know, going through, I was having a moment um, midway through last year. So I ended up going on that and then I started realising, well, I was taking action, I was playing a game, but it wasn't taking me anywhere close to my goals or anything. So action taking is important, but it's got to be action towards something that you want, in which case it's good action. And sometimes the way we take action, we can sometimes simplify that. So the habit of taking action is there's quite a lot of work to do on that. And again, you know, take a month to do this. We would do that in the seventh month, which, you know, is, um, what's that, July? So, you know, that's what we talk about in July, taking action. The eighth, the eighth of the habits, of the 12 habits, is seeking inspiration. We have got no excuse now not to be inspired with stuff. There's so much stuff online, there's so many courses, programs, YouTube channels, everything, you know. If, you, if you're lacking inspiration, you can find it. So whether it's inspirational with something you're doing, inspired to get into taking action, 
you know, inspired to, you know, make that move, you know, you need to make. We need to seek inspiration. We can seek it in so many places. So, you know, there's so many things there we can work on. And I think it's important you understand the word there is seeking. It's, it's you've got to be active in this. Inspiration doesn't always come to you. You've got to go seeking it. And that's why I put the word seeking in. Because if you can get into the habit of seeking inspiration, it means you're constantly looking for it. You're going to find it. Habit number nine, educating yourself. Do you know what? If every year you just took on one new thing you wanted to learn, just think what that would look like in five years' time. You'd have five things you knew how to do. You know, this year, I suppose, the last thing I've started to take... Two things, really. I suppose from a business perspective, I've started to look more now at marketing and using AI. I think artificial intelligence is, is coming on and we need to embrace that if we're in business, especially online businesses. But also, I've, I've embraced learning and educating myself on music, so I now can play my guitar much better, because it's not just about plinking a few Oasis tunes out. I want to be able to understand music and learn more about that. Um, for me, that's important. As much as it's great to do things towards your goals, you know, we need to have things that we do that we enjoy that are just for us hobbies, if you like. So seeking inspiration is something we can do. So whatever you're doing and whatever you want to get better at, like whether it's me with the guitar or it's me with the marketing, I go out there and I seek people that will inspire me to want to do more of that. So seeking inspiration is what we what we will be talking about, what we talk about with the with the ninth, sorry, the um, the eighth habit, which actually is the habit we're talking about now in the group on Facebook. It's August and we're talking about in, uh, seeking inspiration. Number nine, which is what we cover off in September, is educating yourself. This is an important one, is this. How many of you left school and did nothing since? Have you taken any new courses on? Have you learned any new? Have you got done anything? Have you done any more stuff to educate yourself? Now, I'm guessing if you listen to this podcast, you probably have. But you'd be surprised how many people don't. The last time they do any education or any self-improvement is the day they left school. Nothing since. They might learn things on the job or learn skills for a job. They never educate themselves. And education now, it's so easy to get hold of. You can educate yourself in so many ways. And one thing we'll be doing in my Facebook group through September is we're going to actually be talking about a book. It's a great book. I'm going to mention it to you here. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Um, I think that's a book if you took a month, which we will be doing in the group, a month. So in the in the Educate Yourself month, you take one book and read that book, learn that book. I think that's a great way to educate yourself for books, you know, so easily accessible. And if you've got a Kindle, you can carry lots of books in one go, but only really be using one book at a time is my view so educate yourself that's the, the ninth one and like i say you've got to become a lifelong educator educate yourself it should be it should be learning all the time education didn't stop when you're at school and it won't end until you uh, take your final breath number 10 the habit of number 10 is journaling i've put this one in because this this is one of the, the, the it, this this has been going around for for decades the importance of journaling. And it's one that took me so long to get into. I have to say, I've booked against journaling for so long, mainly because I don't particularly like writing by hand. Um, and secondly, I found it I found it difficult to journal because my head and my thoughts go quicker than I can write. So I used to find it a bit challenging. But I've persisted with journaling. I've kept going with it. In the last couple of years, I've really nailed journaling. I love journaling. And it's something that's mentioned a lot in personal development and self-improvement for a reason. It really, really does work. These all do, by the way. Everything I've mentioned up to now, all this stuff's been talked about before, and it all works. It all works. But journaling is... The return on investment with journaling from an emotional and mental perspective is huge. You know, you can learn so much about yourself with journaling. I've, been, I've done so much journaling over this summer. But also from a physical perspective, if you go into a gym 
um, and you're doing weights or you're training, I do a journal about that as well because you, you write down what you did, the, the, the weight training routine you did, how it felt, what you ate. Getting in the habit of journaling, writing things down and, 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 and using a journal like it's kind of like attached to you all the time. There's always somewhere to journal because you've got a phone now. You can journal on your phone. You know, you don't have to do it by hand. You can do it by, um, by electronically these days. But journaling is the 10th of the 12 habits. 11th is meditation. Again, tight, similar to journaling, really. I mean, if journaling's been around a while, meditation's been a lot longer. And it's amazing how many people now are getting switched on to the idea that we need to be able to meditate. But again, you know, if you think it's easy, just sat cross-legged on a floor humming, it absolutely is not. It's actually quite a difficult practice, which is why we have to practice it. We have to practice that meditation on a daily basis. Try different ones. There's various different meditations. There's guided meditation. There's silent meditation. There's walking meditations. There's so many different meditations. But pretty much everything you do that's repetitive can be a meditation. And the meditation doesn't have to take long. You know, five, ten minutes meditation is way better than no meditation. So that's the 11th habit. And I think it's something, again, you need to practice at it. Because if you're somebody who struggles to sit quiet for 10 minutes, that's you absolutely need to sit quiet for 10 minutes. Because, we, you know, settling down, stilling ourselves, being with our thoughts in meditation, clearing our minds, so important. And then finally, the attitude of gratitude. Most people say, oh, yeah, I'm grateful. But, I mean, are you really grateful? I'm talking about a practice here where you wake up on a daily basis and it's one of the first things you do in the morning. Okay, what am I grateful for today? It's amazing when you become grateful for what you've got, how you get more of that. I used to, um, especially when I was younger, always kind of, I was very critical when I was younger, always kind of a bit, a bit of an angry young man, to be fair. Um, but when I started getting, certainly when I come out of rehab, when I was about sort of 25, 28, 28 actually, when I was 28, I started to start to really, I, re, I really understood gratitude when I came out of rehab because I realized I'd gone from killing myself with alcohol to getting some health back. And oh, how I was so grateful for that. And I vowed I'd never, I'd never forget how grateful I was to be, to be that way and sober and healthy again. So when we, we're grateful for something, we tend to get more of that stuff show up. In the same way, we're ungrate when we are ungrateful for something or we're critical of something, more of that shows up as well. Quite interesting, isn't it? But, you know, what you focus on, you get more of. So the final one, the 12 habits, is gratitude. And again, you know, this is not something that's as simple as just being grateful for three things. You've got to push yourself and keep thinking every day for something else to be grateful for. Always looking at how you can be grateful. So the way I see this working out myself and the way I'm testing it out at the moment is I've got my group on Facebook that's running. If you're interested, by the way, in joining that group, if you go onto your website, it's not a free group, it's payment involved, but it's a really good group for accountability. Um, and I'm going to be pushing that more as we get into the latter part of the year, especially with this, because these 12 habits, I think, if you can learn these 12 things and you get good at them, uh, there's nothing that you can't do with these 12 habits. There's, if you get all these and you get to work on them and take your time with each one, that's why I, I want this to be like a 12-month program in the group. So, you know, January clean eating, February training daily, March goal setting, April effective planning, May rising early, um, June taking action, July positive mindset, August seeking inspiration, nine educating yourself in September, you know, October all about journaling, meditation in, in November and then gratitude in December. And I've set them up because I think, you know, December's that month, isn't it? 12, it's coming up to Christmas and it's a lovely time of the year. Everybody's a bit happier. What a time to be grateful. And it's nice to look at his year and start to be grateful for not just the season, but also the year we've had up to that point. 
So I wanted to share them with you. Um, I've, I've been working on this all through summer from an idea that I had at the back end of last year. This is taking shape now. This 12 habits is going to form the basis now. Like I say, these are the bricks on top of the of the foundation, which is the care system. So if you're interested in my stuff, we will be talking about this. And each month when I do my monthly podcast, which is the first day of every month, I always do a podcast, you know that. So in September, I'll make reference to what this month is in the 12 habits. Um, if you want to learn more about this, if you want to really develop yourself, this 12 habits and learning these with a group of other people is a really smart move. You know, nobody needs a coach, really. Let me, let me make that clear. What you do need is accountability. So what I'm putting together now is these are the habits. I've got the framework. So, for instance, in the month of August, which we're coming to an end of now, everybody in the group, every day there's been some other way of seeking inspiration. I've shared some other way of seeking inspiration. Next month in September, we're going to be going through Think and Grow Rich. And each day there's a particular bit you need to read and then a couple of questions about it, things you've got to do at the end of that. So if you're interested in being involved in that, get down to garethboot.com. And have a look at it. Not a lot of money. It's a pound a day, um, you know, to be part of an accountability group. So there you go. I hope you've enjoyed that. I hope now you know a bit more about the 12 habits. So that makes sense to you. And um, I will be back next Monday for another episode of the podcast. In fact, I'll be back a little bit later this week because it's the 1st of September shortly. So I always like to do one then, the start of a new month. But until then, speak to you next. You take care.